The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You've seen Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. You've seen him in Dumb and Dumber. But have you ever seen him fucking your dad? (laughs) You're just like, you're sitting watching TV one day, like, like you're not really paying attention and like you hear that commercial come on in the background. That, that made me do a double take, like what? I wish, I, we, should, we should make that a real commercial. <laughs> Say it's art. What is this? Is this a little mosquito in here? Where? See that thing? Is there a bug flying a little, around? Yeah. Where it at? You know how there's like big mosquitoes and then little tiny ones? Yeah. Well, the big ones I think eat mosquitoes. I think those are mosquito, like the ones that are like the Have, size of like a massive gumball. Yeah. Those are mosquito eaters. They eat mosquitoes. They don't even bite. The those ones, are good boys. The ones with the big needle noses? Yeah, those eat mosquitoes. They're called mosquito eaters, actually. The, so the bigger ones with longer legs yeah. and wings or whatever eat the little tiny, tiny black ones that they, go... Zzz. They eat the ones that, that bite you. So the, the big ones, those, those are good boys, man. They don't, they don't stick their needles in you? Nope, not at all. They're, they're sweet boys. In fact, when I was growing up, if I ever saw one of those in my house, I would not kill it or, or get it outside. I'd leave it. I'd be like, all right, you're, you're helping me out. You're doing a good job. So, uh, it's a bug, man. I know it's a bug, but not all bugs are bad. Mm-hmm. Some, some bugs are good. I actually, you know what? I killed a fly yesterday and I felt really guilty. No, flies do nothing though. I know, but I still felt guilty for some reason. I, I, it was, it was, it was on my window and I went whoosh and I killed it. And then I just had this like sudden just feeling of like remorse. Like I was like, wow, I just took a life. You did take a life. And that's weird to think about. Like when you kill a bug, you're like, you're ending something with life. That's a lot different than from the experience of seeing an animal die that I had yet, uh, from yesterday. Did you see an animal die? Yeah, my grandmother thought it would be a good idea to uh, reblog a post of a police officer shooting someone's dog. <laughs> and uh, why? Why I do don't people? Know. Why do people share that shit on Facebook? They're I don't like, know. It was. Sad I didn't want to see though. this. It was super sad, and <laughs> I couldn't watch the whole thing because I'm like, that's fucked up. And you don't expect that from like your grandma. Like your, your grandma <laughs> shares a post, and you don't expect it to be like. Someone shooting a dog. Like, oh, <laughs> no, what, what, did, what did grandma share today? It's like they were arresting some dude and then the dog was in the car and then got out of the car and started barking at the police officers. And then the police officer like tried to shoe off the dog or something. Then as he was shooing off the dog, like the guy's hand came close to the dog and the dog was like, no. And like lunge at the officer and the officer was like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw he had a gun. <laughs> Imagine that in like a court of law. No, sir. It was just. It was a bone. <laughs> it was just a bone. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway, guys, welcome to episode 88 of the Super Mega Podcast. We are here sitting on the couch on a beautiful Thursday uh, morning. Um, it is April 12th at the time of recording this. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, but 
guys, today, you know what today is? What is today, Ryan? Thursday. It's not only Thursday, but... Two-year anniversary of Super Mega, but it'll be a day late. Yeah, it will. When but this comes out. no videos coming out today because I had some technical difficulties last night. So go ahead and crucify me in the comments. It's yeah, all right. I hacked you. Two years. What? Two, two. It's Super Mega's second birthday today. It is. I cannot believe it has been two periods of 365 days since we started this YouTube channel. That's over 700 days. That is over 700 days. Jeez. That's actually, we, we want to we wanna start by giving a genuine thank you to. Everyone up to this point who has watched, subscribed, liked, commented, whatever, whatever, even even if you're a troll, thanks for, thank you for supporting us. Uh, I I woke up this morning, didn't even realize I was I was in the bathroom and um, was getting ready to shower, and I was looking at uh, an app I had that shows me things from like a year ago, two years ago, and then I time saw hop. yeah, time hop. I used to have time hop. I need to redownload it. I had, I had my iPhone. It's a it's a good app, and I and I and I saw two years ago. I tweeted, "Our new channel is finally here," and I was like. <gasps> Oh my god. Oh, shit. I, we, we prepared absolutely nothing because I didn't even realize that the uh, anniversary of Super Mega was coming up. From the creators of two high-quality sketch comedy channels come a new endeavor. A Let's Play channel. <laughs> I mean a variety. Um, a variety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, guys, so, so thank you so much. Um, it has been two years now, and here's to, uh, to many more years of Super Mega. So that means when we started this... I was but a mere 21-year-old boy. I'm older than you now than you were when you started this channel, right? Yeah. I was a mere, uh, I was 20. Damn, 20. dude. Fuck. Guys, that just goes to show that you too can start a Let's Play channel at the age of 20 and 21. And I started knowing you when you were 19. Damn, dude, give me a high five for that. 19-year-old. That's, that's why I moved out to LA. I was 19. I was just a, 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 a wee little lad. Didn't know what I what I was doing or what I wanted to do. Sleeping on our couch. I was just sleeping on your couch. It was it was a very comfortable couch too. Uh, it, it's gone now in the trash somewhere. But that was a very comfortable couch. Remember IKEA has some comfortable couches. Remember, you were supposed to go home, and then you're like, "Should I stay an extra an extra week so we can film Blonde Boys?" Yeah, I think I stayed like extra two or three. Yeah, weeks. you stayed like two or three weeks. I think you called your mom. You're like, "Hey, mom." Yeah, I was like, "Mom, I, I I'm supposed to be coming home this week from visiting." Hold the wall, Ryan. But I'm not coming home. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I stayed, and then that's when we shot Blonde Boys, and oh, that was fun, very very fun. I'm glad I'm glad I stayed. But, um, but but yeah, guys, um, this podcast has now been going for two years, so that's crazy, right? Yeah, I, I I've never done something for this long. I don't think like I've never stuck to one project for this long. Super Mega, I think, is now officially the longest project that I've actually stuck with in my life because it's been two years. So I'm trying to think. See, I, I have not watched a Syndigo video in a long time or, like, gone to the channel, so, like, I'm forgetting of, like, when it... Oh, yeah, 20... I Wait, was it really 2012? Mm -hmm. The Mayan calendar year? <laughs> Fuck. God, a lot of time has passed. Yeah. But, what? Uh, it's already 2018. Can you believe it's 2018? It's gonna be scary. It's gonna be... Tw it's gonna, ugh, 2020's coming up. 2020's coming up, and I'm gonna be 25. I feel like one of the things we talk about most on this podcast is just how scared you are of time. <laughs> I am scared of time. You're always time. like, shit, it's 2018, <laughs> but I'm going to be 25, fuck! <laughs> I, I have a crisis every now and then. Like, I I was petrified a few days ago and I couldn't sleep because I was thinking I was just like, I was about to go to bed and all of a sudden this like thought, intrusive thought, I guess, popped into my mind. It's like, one day you're going to look like a 50-year-old. And I'm like, 
What will 50-year-old Ryan look like? Well, everyone's going to look like a 50-year-old one Well, I know that. In in my head, I'm like, everyone looks 50. But it's just like, I don't... It's like, this is what I know currently. Like, I I can't imagine all of a sudden just... And also the thought... So I'm going to interrupt that other thought. It it comes to me where I know when I'm 50, I'm all of a sudden going to have the same realization I had when I'm in that bed going, fuck, I'm 50. Yeah. Oh, man, only 20 more years until I'm 70. Hey, shit. But that's the perfect opportunity for a midlife crisis and you can go buy like a Porsche or something. You can you can take a second, you know, mortgage out on your house. Uh, Your wife will be very upset on that. But you can go buy a Porsche and have a midlife crisis. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what it's like having a midlife crisis. And I wonder what our midlife crises will be like, because I'm sure you're going to have one. and I'm sure I'm going to have one. What's my midlife crisis going to be? Your midlife crisis. If you had to guess, what's my midlife crisis, Ryan? You're going to want you're going to turn really buff. It's going to be like a very positive. That's a, that's a great midlife crisis. It's going to be a, be a positive crisis, except you're going to let it affect you to the point where you're not going to become social anymore. And you're just going to become like, you're going to like post a bunch of your pictures to Instagram. You're going to get a huge Instagram following for like bodybuilding and shit like that. A 50 year old bodybuilder. But like you'll, you won't have any friends and like you'll forget to go to all of your family's funeral. <laughs> but then, like all your family, singular funeral, yeah, all, all of, of my your family, family dies at once <laughs> in a in a horrible South Carolina bus accident. But I'm too busy lifting weights. <laughs> it's like I can't put them down. It's like ah, the funeral's in 30 minutes. But I gotta look good. I gotta do 5,000 more reps first. <laughs> For oh. me, it would be a midlife crisis. Would be growing out my hair and eating a lot. Pretty much, I'm I'm picturing my midlife crisis would be me trying to reenact what I'm doing now. <laughs> Just because it's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get a I phone was, call and I was you, younger. you're gonna be. I'm gonna get a phone call and you're gonna be like, hey, it's been a while. What do you say we uh start the old super mega backup? <laughs> yeah, like, Ryan, it's been it's been thirty years. Yeah, but you know people have been asking for it. No, they haven't, Ryan. I've been asking for it, Ryan. Everyone who I've watched sent super you a mega, a bunch of emails, Matthew. Ryan, I haven't used that email address in thirty years. Oh, what email can I reach you at? It doesn't. It doesn't matter, man. We're not picking that back up. Super mega. We'll talk about it. All right, man. I'll see you around. Bye. What if we're still doing super mega when we're fifty? What if? What if that's our midlife crisis? We actually start doing the movie review series. I don't. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like there, there are fifty year old YouTubers. Yeah, I think the most PewDiePie. Like, he's like thirty something, right? Or is he like? No, 20s? he's he's in his fifties. I always forget that that Aaron is above the age of thirty. That's not a diss on Aaron, by the way. Are you sure? That actually sounds sounded like, like, sounds a, like fighting words. I always forget that he's, he's mature. Dude, it's he's, not what I meant. He's going to want to kick the shit out of you now. He already did that twice in the last four weeks. Well, I mean, you deserve that. Well, you deserve the first one, not the second one. The second one, he was just pissed because, remember, I broke his bong. He was really pissed about that, dude. Shit that he did here. Why? There's bongs all over the office still. I don't understand. Yeah, but. He just I, had, he has, he has this cush smoking phase, man. This Kush, and he wears those weed shirts. He wears those Bob Marley shirts every day. It's like Aaron, come on, dude. You're being like a 14 year old that just discovered pot. <laughs> he uh, he wears those sunglasses that have pot leaves yep. on them. Yep. Except not sarcastically. He like wears I thought them every it was day. at first because he's like, "Hey, man," and I, it was like that thing where he's like nodding his head. It's like, "Oh, this is a bit." Then he just kept wearing them. Do you remember how mad he got? Because I thought he was wearing all of the weed paraphernalia as a joke. Yeah. And I like, I, I, I was like, oh, you look great today, Aaron. And I like laughed and he just had that blank face and he looked at me yeah. with tears in his eyes. And I realized that I had messed up. So I'm trying to think, have you seen anything movie wise, TV show wise, or listened to anything? 
Yes! Piqued your interest recently? Yeah, I saw Isle of Dogs. Yes. I liked it a lot. I it thought it was a, a very movie. cute movie. I liked the, uh, I really liked the animation. It had that good Wes Anderson style with all that symmetry, and I loved all the framing uh, of, of all the characters and every shot and stuff. Very cool. Very, very, very cool little movie. Great animation. Such, I just loved the stop motion in it. And then when you go look behind the scenes and see like all the dog models and models it's, they have oh, to make, it's, oh, I have oh. serious respect for anyone who does stop motion. Like even if it's just like as a hobby on YouTube and you get like three views, serious respect for that. Like it is. Oh my God! There's a fly in here. Ah! I caught it in my hand. Is it a fly or a mosquito? It's a. It, it's like a gnat. I caught it in my hand, and when I open, I didn't think I actually did. And I opened my hand, and it was in my hand, and then it flew away. You should have crushed it. No, I can't take a life, Ryan. I'm, you, you already took one this morning. Stop! Sorry. It was yesterday, by well, the way. I did well, not take a life this morning. Today's whatever. a new day, and I'm not taking any lives. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What, you, what were you talking about? I was talking about Isla Dogs. I saw it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, I have mad respect for anyone who does stop motion because, believe it or not, I used to do stop motion. And I'm sure many of you listening have seen my uh, old stop motion. The Lego ones? Not the Lego ones. The uh, I don't have any Lego ones on YouTube. It was the ones I made out of Play-Doh that are on my old YouTube channel. But now, officially... Over a decade old. I just found that out. My, my first YouTube videos, I just found out, uh, just crossed the 10-year mark. If only Google Video didn't go away and delete all the videos I uploaded to it I in know, the process. I know, man. I remember Google Video. But stop motion, man. When you watch like the time lapse of the guys in the studio doing like movies like James and the Giant Peach or Isle of Dogs or something, it's just crazy. Like James and the Giant Peach is a good movie. James and the Giant Peach is a killer movie. But okay. watching them like have like you get to watch like the characters like move and stuff. And you see how long it's taken in real life for them to move everything and how small the movements actually are. Like, as the characters are moving in slow motion, like, the people around them are like... It's like a blur. And, and I imagine that's got to be really difficult, too, to, to, and meticulous to move it just the right amount each time. Like, you, you got to know how much to move it each frame. And, if you fuck up. Yeah, if you fuck up, it's like, ah, shit. And I imagine that in the process of shooting, like, a stop-motion 
movie, um, there are some big fuck ups, and I imagine that it's always got to be like a massive pain in the ass to try to fix that. You know what? What's your favorite live action? Uh, sorry, what's your favorite stop motion movie? Okay, wait. Was the Lego movie actually that wasn't CG, right? That was actually stop motion, right? I think parts of it were. You know, a lot of it also. I think they they created a computer program to allow them to do stop motion, but within that program, I I really like the Lego movie, you know I mean? but. Um, I don't know. James and the Giant Peach is a wonderful stop motion movie. Um, Chicken Run. Chicken Run is my. Chicken favorite, Run is a really 100%. good stop motion movie. I love that movie. Uh, what 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 are other classic stop motion movies? There's um uh, Wallace Wallace and Gromit. And Gromit. Wallace and Gromit S- save the escorts. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Vegas. There's some escorts that are about to be about to be sold into slavery, so they got to save them. No, make it even like more like cartoon buffoonery make it like they're about to be thrown into a meat grinder for because they know too much from mr giglioni's <laughs> <laughs> mr giglioni <laughs> oh man that's great mr giglioni's fucking like mob that's shit. what it's called mr giglioni's fucking mob shit <laughs> you know too much you know too much about Mr. Giglioni's fucking mob shit. <laughs> we need to we need to write. I don't know why more like movies and TV shows TV shows don't bring us on the writing team because I feel like we could really do something for them. Yeah, especially something on Disney Channel. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> here, let's. I was about to say let's write a That's So Raven episode, and suddenly it hit me. I think we've already done that before. Yeah, you made me create an episode from scratch while playing the game where you have to the do blob the shape, wall thing the, yeah the, yeah god that, dude that, that, that was when we were still called? recording in our living room on the couch that's like yep. like that's like two years ago now that's like early super mega that's when of course we were probably super obnoxious dude remember you and i would be up to like 4 a.m getting videos out yeah like it's like we would wake up we'd kind of like at least have the beginning of the day to get psyched up and then at nighttime we'd record and then you and i would go into our respective rooms and edit the videos because we used to do two videos a day. So it's when like we first you, started, you yeah. would edit a video, I would edit a video. Man, that was actually day. really fun. It was draining, but like looking back, that was fun. Like yeah. I like I will never forget that first like period of when we started Super Mega because that was like a really good time. Just constant work. Yeah, yeah. It was um it, it was I don't know. It was really fulfilling though because yeah. well, you it know, kept our minds off the of shit. Too. Yeah, because we had we had just recently gone through a lot and and you know, we kind of hit this standstill creatively where we were like, we were creating on Kids With Problems, but it felt a little like, you know, we weren't doing it that much. We were dry with ideas and we wanted to like get out there and create more. So we had this idea for for this channel. And um, then when we did it, we just started like making it and experimenting with like the podcast and different things we could play and like different live action videos. And it was just so much fun, man, yeah. because at the time... Um, we didn't actually have a real job. We didn't um, have any real responsibilities. So basically, all of our time Besides was poured you know, trying into trying to pay rent. Yeah, but see, well, that, well that, <laughs> that's why we did super mega. And like, uh, I just remember, like, you know, we every day we'd wake up at like noon because we had been up until four the night before, yep. editing and getting those videos uploaded for that day. But I, I, I only remember like a few instances of being miserable. Like, I, I think I remember editing the videos and being like super proud and being like, people are really liking it. Yeah, it was super exciting. There were only a couple times I felt miserable and that was just because it, I was like, it's 5 a.m. and I want to go to bed. I know. Well, it, th- there were instances where we would record and then it didn't, re- <sighs> like Binding of Isaac, it only recorded, it recorded like a black screen because the window wasn't selected. We had so shit. many... Binding of Isaac was the bane of our existence back then because we tried to record it, what, three, three separate times, occasions? Yeah. And, and there was always something time, wrong with it. Which sucked. 
Like, back when we first started Supermega, we ran into so many issues with our recording software, with, because we were just figuring out how to do all this, like, we didn't, we didn't have any help at the time, so we were just figuring everything out through, like, YouTube tutorials on how to record our screen, how to do this with the audio, and, oh my god, we had so many issues, but I just remember, like, how fun that was, you know, waking up at noon, and then we'd, like, come together and go get lunch and, like, think about, like, alright, what do you want to record today, what should we, what should we talk about on the podcast, and then, like, then, like, that evening, we'd sit on the couch and just start start recording stuff and we'd be like all right let's do this let's do that and then uh yeah we'd each take the footage you'd go in your room i'd go in my room and then we'd just edit until like three or four a.m get them uploaded make the thumbnails hit the hay and then wake up the next day at noon and start all over again that was a really good time in my life are you are you ever said that certain series are over i always go back and i'm like man donkey kong country's over because i like i love playing the game and part of me is like i wish i could just play it more I yeah could, I, I mean i could of course stream it but it's like there's something about a series. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely series that I'm like, oh man, I wish we could do more episodes of that. Like, I was thinking about that with Pikmin. Mm-hmm. I wish we could play more Pikmin. I wish we could, uh, Tanamari Damasi. Like, I'm sad that's over. Because I, I really liked playing that. Technically, there is a way we could do Donkey Kong Country again in the future if we're running out of games to play. And it's get all the Kong emblem things in every level. Ooh. K-O-N-G. I'd be down to do that, dude. Basically, it would just be me following a guide. You're good at that game, too. You're, you're, you're pretty... Didn't you beat it, like, in one stream? Yeah, I... Yeah. It's a short game. It's, like, only, um... For an average player, I guess, it, it would probably take anywhere from, like, three-something, four... About four hours, maybe, to beat. Well, you know me, Ryan. I'm no average player. It would I'm take a, you... It would take you about that time, probably. It would take too. me about I mean, 30 it's... minutes. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? I'm an epic gamer, Ryan. Yeah? You see my shirt right now, right? Oh shit! It says things that are epic: bacon, video games, and my swag. Dude, I saw a guy recently. I was at Six Flags, and he had a T-shirt no, on. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He had a, he had a T-shirt that just said bacon, 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 bacon. Just said bacon like four or five times. Bacon, bacon. And he was wearing like a steampunk. He had like a mustache and like a steampunk Not hat epic on. Epic bacon. Not epic bacon. What was just, epic? What was like the definition of I don't epic? No, it was just some meme. That's epic that, bacon. What was what, what was epic bacon? That was a dark time for the internet. I feel like it was the um. I saw on Reddit people, uh, d- they coined it like. The uh, meme renaissance, and then now we're in the meme enlightenment or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too many memes to keep up with right now. Because it's like how memes used to be, and it's like a picture of a velociraptor, one of those velociraptor memes, and then the the meme below it is like this really distorted picture with like just the letter E in it. You know what? Memes what have that? changed in what the set. that one? The with E. The E? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. It's like a capital. I don't know. I don't... I. Honestly, I feel like with the internet, people are becoming older faster in terms of, like, their mental state. Because it's like, I'm already getting lost in the, like, fucking intense amount of memes. It's a swamp, man. It's a, you, gotta, you gotta wade through the swamp of memes. <clears throat> Do you remember when memes were just, like, top text, bottom text? Yeah. You never see that That's anymore. what I'm talking about. The Velociraptor, whatever it was called. What is it? He was like, he had, he had like, a monocle and a top hat, the Velociraptor. Or, no, it's the Velociraptor doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like pondering. If, if this does lot. that, then why does this do this? And then there, there were like that's one. Make that. Make that. Make a Velociraptor meme, guys. The Velociraptor meme died many years ago. If Super Mega was super, then why was why was this that this? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> why was this that? This? <laughs> why was this that this? But oh my god, like like I just. I tweeted recently, uh, can't keep up with all these memes or something like that, and somebody actually responded with, like, a typed-out text list, like, of 
2018's memes so far. And it was all of them like in a list and actually helped me out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's all of them. How many? It was a good amount, and I actually surprisingly knew probably eighty percent of them. There were there okay. were some of them. I was like, I never saw that one, but because you know, I I knew most of them, so I felt good. But you know, I still do. Not gonna lie, I still find myself very entertained by memes. Uh-huh. Like when I'm on Twitter, I'm not like ah, fucking memes. I'm not gonna be above memes. I they're funny to me still. I still well, yeah. not all of them, but for the yeah. most part, I get I do find some mild entertainment out of out of memes. I find. I guess I find memes fun. I, I just like browsing the internet in general, whatever. I just like seeing strangers post because they're funny, especially on... Basically, I'm more entertained by the comments section in Reddit. I click on posts, and I immediately am like, I just want to read the comments to this. I got some comedians in there, man. Some funny comments. I'm like, I laugh I, out loud sometimes at the comments. I do, too. Some I, people are super witty. I, I laugh. I'm like, wow, that was a good one. Twitter gives me a lot of laughs. I, I I find a lot of laughs on Twitter. And it's always from random people. It's always from accounts that I've never heard of. That and like, like respond to you or no, something? No, 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 no. Like my friend will send it to me. Um, my friend Harrison sends me probably like 20 tweets a day. Because I, like I, he just DMs me tweets all the time. And they're so funny. I'm always like, I'm always laughing so hard. I'm like, where did you even find, this has two likes. Where did you even find this? And it's I, so funny. I need to pay attention to social media. But like I'm trying to because I'm like getting back into Twitch. Twitchy, twitchy, but twitch. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like, because I used to be on it. I used to post like every day on Twitter. And now I'm just like, I'm like creatively bankrupt sometimes. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I just don't. Like I'll type something out fully. I'll be like, eh. And then I'll save it to drafts. And then two days will go by. Dude, I'll look at my drafts and be like, well, that wasn't funny. And then dude, I'll just post it. it. Just post it. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying to post more. Just post it no matter what. Just post, it, dude. It doesn't fucking matter, honestly. No, it, it doesn't. Really doesn't Ryan, matter. Ryan, like, I, I, if I tweeted something two years ago that wasn't funny, you think it matters now? No. I don't give a shit. I'll just see it on my time op and then delete it because I realized it wasn't funny two years later. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yes, I do that quite a bit. I'm like, oh, that one wasn't funny. Time to, <laughs> time to throw that one in the trash can. He had, he had a nice life on two... On Twitter of two years. Goodbye. Time to to kiss him goodbye and throw him into the ocean. So long, farewell, adidas and goodnight. Oh, okay. I never knew what he said, but he's saying saying goodbye in German. Yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. That's my best German accent. Auf Wiedersehen. That was was awful. Hola. Como te llamas? Hola, como esta? Me llamo Ryan. Uh, Y tu? John? Uh, Maso Menos. What? <laughs> dude, you still remember your Spanish. I do, dude. I, I, I didn't even remember that. Let's. You want tr- but that didn't make any sense. That was just kind of like, eh. Do you I mean, wanna, that made no sense with the context of what I was doing. Do you want to try to... Let's just... Strictly from what we learned in high school, let's try to, from here on out, as long as we can speak in Spanish on the podcast, for all Spanish speakers, tell us how we did. Ready? Hola, Ryan. Hola, Matthew. Uh, Mateo. Donde, okay. Como te llamas? Uh, estoy. Estoy. Estoy bien. Mm. Uh, ¿Y tú? Eh, eh, más o menos. Eh, un momento. Eh, ¿Dónde es el baño? El baño. Uh, el baño es la la izquierda. Gracias. Boom. Sí. That's great. He said. He said. He we, said. We said, I, I said Hi, Ryan. <laughs> yep. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Matthew. Uh, he said, "How are you?" And I. I said, "I'm good." And you? And he said, 
um so 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 you know and and then and then he said where's the bathroom and i said the bathroom is i think i literally said the bathroom is the left i accidentally gave it a feminine law instead of an l at first for baño because it's not you said bon. la baño yeah should be I, el baño well i did say el baño i corrected myself i went la baño el baño because really, it ends in a very in a masculine oh that was always so weird to me like languages having like gender stuff like Russian, Spanish, French, like it's just weird to me. Does that mean a lot of people think like Spanish is like transphobic or something or sexist? Or I don't sexist? know. I've never, I've never seen. I mean, it's something that's so engraved, like because it's a language, mm-hmm. and and it was just created that way. It's it's, it's just Puta. it's so funny because like you know English doesn't have like masculine and feminine um, pronouns or not pronouns uh, nouns and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird that like bathroom is masculine. Um, fruit is feminine. It's like so weird. I simply don't get it, and it makes learning the language that much more confusing. Because Matthew, it's like, what? Como se dice you're beautiful in Espanol? Um, tu es bonita. Was that correct? That's. I, I think it's pretty, but I mean, it's all the same thing. Yeah, pretty beautiful. Guapo, guapo. That was beautiful. <laughs> Wait, right? Or does guapo mean fat? I think guapo is like I can't remember. I think guapo. I, I can't remember if guapo is like handsome, short, or fat. It's one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> That'd be like if you go into Mexico and you call someone guapo. It's really just a gamble. You're like, Ooh, did I just call them handsome or did I call them fat? I'm looking up guapo. I think guapo. Handsome. I was handsome, right. Yeah. Woo. Well, Gu- I was right in one of the three guesses I had. Guapo sounds like it would be fat though. Like, oh man, you're like, tú es guapo, la puta, eh, puta. Mariposa! Hey. I always liked how uh, porque was because and why. Porque? Porque. Porque. I love hearing people say porque. You, say, you can use it for because and why. It's funny because like... The well, word... usually you'll just say que. Okay. Or like what? It, it sounds uh, so... um. It really rolls off the tongue. Porque? Yeah. Porque? Porque? I mean, I did do three years of Spanish, but only one of them sunk in because we all know that classic story. Yeah, and I did three years of Spanish as well, and uh, really don't remember shit. Wow, think, think about- I feel like I have an excuse to not remember shit, though. What was your excuse again? Um, my first year Spanish teacher, halfway through the year, just had us watch Strange Eats. <laughs> and then when I went into second year and third year, I just didn't have the- <laughs> the the base vocabulary to really get in but i still passed like with like a c in each one so it's like i i did fine yeah i was really pissed off because i went in my second year spanish class i ended the year with an 84 to move on to spanish 3 i'd have an 85 and i was like really i have to do an entire wait really second you had to have a b yeah to move on to the next level you had to pass with a b you couldn't have a c and in south carolina 80 Four is a C. Uh, in a lot of states, a 79 is a C. But in South Carolina, 84 is a C. So literally, 16 points below perfect. And I couldn't do the next class. And a 92 is a B. Can you believe how stupid that is? 92 is a B. What else? Yeah, I remember. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, 84 was a C. Isn't that stupid? And then D started at 79, 76. Because 77 was the cutoff for a C. So okay, 76 yeah, yeah. was a D. And then 69 was an F. Dude, I... I'm actually just, like, realizing how stupid this was that I spent an entire school year doing this class to end with a score that was 16 points below perfect out of 100. 16 points. Yeah. And they're like, sorry, you can't go on to the next level. And I'm like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? I have to take this class again and waste another year of high school for you this? Sh- you should have gotten mad at them in Spanish. I said, La puta! <laughs> I, uh... I actually did Old a presentation and shit. <laughs> I did a presentation on um, Spanish swear words, and my teacher was like fluent in Spanish. So looking back, that was probably really awkward because I, I went over like all the big swear words in front of the class. But um, to be funny, no, I just we had to pick some kind of thing relating to Spanish. I was like, oh, pick swear words. Maybe I was and, trying and to be funny. They just allowed you to say it. She said it was okay. Okay, I mean, you are learning another language. That's like that. That just be like some kid in Mexico doing a presentation on English swear words, and he's like. Esta es fuck. Esta es cunt. <laughs> and it's like it's like up on the like PowerPoint then, presentation. It's just cunt. There's just like this Mormon like missionary that's like help teaching schools in like Mexico, biting their nails. Like oh, he's just no. like oh, oh Lord, forgive him. <laughs> my my uh, third year Spanish teacher was a Mormon. Really, he looked. I don't know how to say. You can say it about Mormons. You just can't say it about certain. <laughs> he just looked like a Mormon. You can say that. Yeah, you can't yeah, go say that. He looked like a Mormon. You can't say, man, he looked like a Mexican. No, but, he looked like <laughs> Mormons. Well, because because well, yeah, you Mormons can. Aren't because a race someone can look Mexican. Yeah, but but like you know, I don't think Mormons. Mormon, it's not like a race or yeah. ethnicity. It's a hair it's a religion. slicked back every day, tucked in white shirt, a tie and slacks and nice shoes. You might say that's just what a teacher looks like, but. The whole hair slick back thing, dude. One hundred percent Mormon. Probably because, like, as soon as he got off work, he'd get on his little bicycle and go door to door. <laughs> he had a wife. He'd always show us pictures every now and then of his, of his uh, trip to Mexico. Really, he always seemed very proud of himself for knowing Spanish. Funny thing about Mormons in Mexico is apparently, I think Mitt Romney's family actually did this uh, because Isn't Mitt Romney a Mormon. Mitt Romney is a Mormon. Okay, you know I was that? about to say he looks just like a Mormon. Yeah, he really fits the bill. But um, I, I I might be wrong on this. I remember I watched some Vice documentary a while back where i think america outlawed the multiple marriages thing that that mormons follow where it's like you know you want to have multiple wives they outlawed that so i think a group of mormons which included mitt romney's family crossed the border and started like a colony in mexico where they could all marry each other and uh, i think they got in some cahoots with a local cartel and i think the cartel like killed some of them or something can you see that mormons versus cartel that'd be a good movie you want to make it the Mormons versus Cartel. I feel like that'd be like a Sharknado type movie. I told you about this. Didn't I tell you about this like high school uh, short film idea I had? No. About um, it was just about the last Mormon that ever existed, and it was like took place in like this post-apocalyptic setting. It was all about him carrying around the word of God. You and did try- tell me that. And trying to find like the last person on Earth so he could save them. That so is, he- dude. That's a fucking awesome movie idea. <laughs> Because he didn't want to be alone while going to heaven, so before he dies, he wants to find someone to save, so he can go to heaven with someone or something. I don't know. Ryan, it was in high school. That's was... a, that's that's a, that's a, that's a good idea, man. You also had that idea for like a post-apocalyptic character, and he got his hand cut off, and instead, and he got like a claw to replace it. But it was one of those like it was one of those vending machine claws, one of the, one of the like crane games. So yeah. it, he can't grab anything; it's always just really loose and like he has the hardest <laughs> yeah. time picking things up. That's so funny to me. But um, you know what else is not funny? The Book of Eli, that I did see that with Gary Oldman and Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington and Ma- yeah. Mila Kunis. Yes, and you know what's even more not funny? What? How soft these meundies are on me! Whoa! You've heard me talk about meundies, and you know that I'm a big believer in their product. They're the perfect balance of comfortable fit. Every month they have new and exciting prints, and they arrive at your door in a fun little bag. 
MeUndies uses sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. The results have been downright dreamy. It really is like a dream, Ryan. I, I have, currently I own four pairs of MeUndies. Yeah. And that is not a joke, guys. I really do. And they are legitimately, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it, dude. They're actually the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. It's like the material feels really good on my, my groin region. And it's got it's got a nice pocket, like it's got some space. Yeah, because you know I have a very large penis. Yes, so I need a lot of room for that. Uh-huh. And MeUndies it does good with that. Can I say that? I mean, MeUndies adventurous prints and designs are all limited edition, and new patterns are released every few weeks on a rolling basis. But Matt, do you like the number one hundred? It's probably out of all six thousand numbers my favorite. Because there's a one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies guarantees you will love their undies or your money back. What? My money back? Yeah. I would never get my money back, though, because MeUndies are so soft and they feel good on my butt. They do. They They feel fantastic. I mean, you're not lying. I mean, it's a great offer for listeners. MeUndies is so sure you'll love their underwear. They offer 100% satisfaction guarantee, and if you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund. That's a no-brainer, Ryan. 20% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. How, how can they do it, Ryan? How can they get 20% off that underwear? To get 20% off your first pair, free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. That's MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Yeah, it's better than like a pair of whitey tidies, guys. You know, you take, you, you take off your pants in front, of, in front of a potential partner, and they see you wearing whitey tidies. They're going to go, what? Yeah. But if you, you take off, and you're wearing MeUndies with like the parakeet design, they're going to be like, ah! It's, 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 uh... That burst my eardrum. I lost all train of thought. I'm Matt, sorry. help. <laughs> it, it, I burst my own. I didn't, I did not anticipate making a sound that loud. But yeah, MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Thanks for, uh, as a little, little ad break. Thanks to MeUndies for the sponsor. Let's, let's get back to the podcast. Ryan, um, I've been thinking about what we were talking about earlier, uh, when we created the That's So Raven thing. And I really do think that we would do great, uh, in the field of writing, uh, for TV shows. So, I was wondering maybe we could we could practice a little bit just to show just to show what are you doing right now, Ryan? What are you doing? <laughs> just he stood up and he stretched his gym shorts, gave himself a wedgie so I could see both ass cheeks. What are you doing? My underwear is weird. There's like That's how you fix it? To make it worse, and then you then you pull it out of your butt crack. Oh, okay. Because I just saw you just like lean away from the mic and then stand up and basically give yourself a massive wedgie. Revealing both of your glistening ass cheeks to me. Well, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to take advantage of the situation, you could have, but you didn't. So. All right. Well, uh, back to what I was saying. <laughs> I'm sure, but there's many Hollywood writers that, and producers that listen to our podcast, and maybe we should show them a little what we got. Let's start with something simple. What do you say we write an episode of SpongeBob live on the podcast? Okay. Okay. Um, we'll take turns. Okay. Uh, do you want to start it off? I'll start it off. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Interior. Pineapple. Spongebob. No, I mean, the episode has to begin, like, above the ocean, right? Okay, okay. On that little island. Okay. And it goes down in the bubbles. And okay. Stuff. Open with shot of island, and then pan down through bubbles to reveal Spongebob Street with Patrick's Rock, Squidward's house, and Spongebob's house. Interior. Pineapple. Spongebob is laying in bed. Um, his alarm goes... And he sits up in bed. Your turn. He goes, I'm ready, SpongeBob says, 
as, as he's already wearing his uniform for work because he's that excited. His hat falls down from the ceiling in this new contraption he made, so he's automatically ready. He, he puts his hand out, and all of a sudden this spatula arm comes out, Except it, and he goes out to reach for the spatula, except he grabs it, nothing's there. The spatula's gone from the spatula machine. <gasps> okay. Oh, no. My beloved spatula, Gary, what, where has it gone? Says Spongebob. Gary, enter Gary. But instead of, but instead of Gary, it's... Normal. From Garfield. <laughs> it's normal from Garfield. And he meows at Spongebob. And Spongebob says, Gary, you're looking different today. Alright, your turn. Okay. So then Spongebob kills both of them and leaves the house and knocks on Patrick's door and is like, Patrick, I can't find my spatula. Help. Ga, 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 ga. That's his laugh. I can't do it. <laughs> Where did the killing come from? <laughs> and it was so nonchalant. It's just Spongebob kills both of them. <laughs> Why were... Who's both of them? There was only Nermal. <laughs> and Gary. Yeah, Gary's not there. Gary's somewhere, I'm sure. Okay, you found him and killed him. <laughs> yeah, you found him and killed him. Okay. Found him hiding under a bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew he was going to kill him. <laughs> He's been threatening it every day. <laughs> I'm going to kill Gary soon, god damn it. Patrick's rock lifts up to reveal Patrick sitting in his armchair, fully nude. Um, He's erect and pre-cum is dripping down the shaft of his penis. Your turn. Oh, oh, SpongeBob! Patrick says. The rock closes back, but right before the last inch is shut, SpongeBob sees a s- something shiny sprouting from from Patrick's ripe asshole. <laughs> Wait a second! That was my spatula. <laughs> he he, he with, with 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 shock, SpongeBob tries to lift the rock again. Um. And then realizes that uh, he can't because it's too heavy. I better get Squidward to help me, says SpongeBob as he runs towards Squidward's house. The sweet sound of a of a oboe, clarinet. The sweet sound of a clarinet can be heard from an open window. SpongeBob starts yelling up at Squidward, but there's no answer. So then, he does what Spongebob does best. He runs up (laughs) Squidward's house (laughs) and shoots himself through the window, not knowing Squidward was taking a bubble bath with his new (laughs) fiancée. Spongebob's jaw drops as he sees Squidward and Pearl in Squidward's bathtub. Pearl is fully nude, and Squidward is, um, also fully nude in the bathtub. He's playing her, uh, a beautiful song on his clarinet. clarinet ballad. Just for her, because they're going to get married soon. Squidward sees that Spongebob has now entered the room and sees his fiancée nude, and this upsets him. And he goes, SPONGEBOB! Spongebob goes, wait, 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 I can't explain! Patrick has my spatula up his cornhole. And then Squidward goes, ah, SpongeBob, if I promise to help you get this spatula out of Patrick's corn butthole. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Can I continue taking this bubble bath with my aroused fiance? SpongeBob goes, Sure, 
Squidward? Let's go! So Squidward gets out of the, um, uh, bath and doesn't put any pants on because he doesn't wear pants to begin with. He yeah. just puts his shirt on. Yeah. Um, they go outside mm-hmm. and, um, they go to Patrick's Rock and, um, Spongebob goes, he's, he, he's in there, Squidward. Your turn. Okay. Squidward tries to lift the rock like Spongebob does, but nothing happens. He goes, well... That's all I got, and starts to walk away, but Spongebob grabs one of his tentacles and goes, Wait a second! Come on! Take this seriously! If I don't get my spatula, you'll you'll be out of a job just like me! Squidward's eyes grow wide with happiness. And he goes, Hey, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> and then he starts walking back, and his feet are making that, like, sound that they make in the Spongebob, and then Squidward goes back inside and gets back in the bath. So it's just Spongebob again. He doesn't know what to do. He's all by himself. Patrick's rock is still closed. The only way he can possibly solve (coughs) the problem... Sorry, that was King Neptune sneezing in the background. The only thing that could possibly even help Spongebob is a scientific scientific method of some sort. Mm. So he goes to a big, big, big fishbowl-like house that Sandy lives in, I just it's it just, it's Sandy's house. Yeah. yeah, it's just Sandy's house. Okay, so so SpongeBob goes inside of Sandy's house and and he goes, he goes, Sandy, I need help. <laughs> and um, Sandy climbs out of her little tree house, and um, and she and your turn. <laughs> she falls and breaks her neck and dies. <laughs> SpongeBob then leaves sad. A funeral is held two months later. Five months later, Spongebob is sitting watching TV again. Sad. He's missed his spatula. He's out of a job. Mr. Krabs fired him because he couldn't find his spatula. And he's now been unemployed for five months and he's grown a beard. And um, he hasn't seen Patrick this whole time either. Patrick's just been in under the rock. Yeah. And he says, you know what? Patrick's stolen everything from me. I'm going to go teach him a lesson. So SpongeBob leaves his house and goes back to Patrick's Rock. This time, to really, to really teach him a mm-hmm. lesson, he won't forget. Okay. So SpongeBob begins to pull up the rock, and it's easier than before, for some reason. But he can't quite fucking get it up. So he gets his trusty jellyfish net and starts to pry it open like a crow- crowbar. He finally gets the rock open and finds Patrick's dead corpse laying there with a spatula in his butthole. Little did Spongebob know, Patrick accidentally locked himself inside of his house when he closed it out of embarrassment after Spongebob found him the first time. (laughs) End it, dude. Distraught, Spongebob goes back to his house. Um, and, um... Makes a big salad and invites his family over, and they all eat the salad together. And then it it closes with like one of those circles that closes in, and it's closing, and then it stops on SpongeBob, and he looks at the camera, and he goes, "That's life." And then "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra starts playing, and it closes, and the credits roll. And then you hear Santa Claus's sleigh go ho ho ho. Because kids got to, you know, 
Santa, yeah. Whenever Santa appears in something, it's like a really good. They get excited. Did you? Didn't you get excited? Oh, by the way, let's round of applause. Yeah, thank you. That was our SpongeBob episode. But whenever Santa Claus appeared in like Fairly Odd Parents or whatever, weren't you like, "This is a special guest, Santa Claus"? Dude, it it was like it it was like no other. Like, because Santa Claus is Santa Claus. Santa Claus is like the one character that makes a guest appearance in like every show, and he's just the same. He's not like different. It's Santa Claus. Like, there's no character in history that has made more guest appearances across different shows, you know? Santa yeah. Claus. Jesus doesn't even have that many guests Jesus doesn't appear on, like, Fairly Odd Parents. Could you imagine if, like, Western civilization was legitimately that religious to where even the TV shows, instead of, like, Santa Claus or something like that, it was just Jesus and Moses. And... Like, like, come on Christmas. And... Yeah. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see Jesus and Fairly Odd Parents. Shit, hold on. Is Santa Claus the most famous like pop culture icon that will appear in things like non-trade? Is it because he's non-trademarked? Is the, does anyone have a trademark on Santa Claus? That sounds sweet, Matt, but not as sweet as honey. I was about to do the exact same bit. I can't believe you just did that. But but hey, guys, we we let's take a break and thank another sponsor. It's Honey. Honey, I'm home. (laughs) When you shop online, do you suddenly turn into a tab hoarder? Yes. Loading dozens and dozens of new tabs on your browser in search of a promo code. Just one that works. Afraid to close any of them in fear of missing out on a deal. Before you crash your browser yet again, (sighs) try Honey. Honey is the free browser add-on that over 9 million people are using every day to save money while they shop online. A little over a year ago... Used Honey for the first time because uh, I wanted to find, I was doing some online shopping and I was looking up the best extensions for that. And I found Honey because Honey was like the most popular one and I installed it. And Honey legitimately, uh, no joke, helped me uh, find some coupon codes uh, at checkout that saved me a little bit of money. Honey will save you money. Why don't they have that as their catchphrase? Honey saves you money. In two clicks, you can add Honey to any browser for free. It's an it's, it's a extension so you can use it with Chrome, Firefox, all that stuff. Just try it out, guys. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the background. Just shop online normally as you usually would. And at checkout, Honey automatically applies the best coupon. Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Over 9 million people use Honey every day. And together, they've saved not hundreds, Ryan. Not thousands. Millions of dollars. That's a lot of dollars. Whoa. Mm. There's no reason not to add Honey to your browser today. It's free. Takes just two clicks to install and will save you tons of money. Get some of that Honey money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash megacast. That's joinhoney.com slash megacast. Start saving money, guys. It, 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 why not? It automatically looks for, like, coupon codes at checkout. There's no reason not to. Also, I why don't we just call our podcast Megacast? That's, honey, honey is on to something here. That's a, that's a, good, that's a, good, uh, that's a good name. And while you're saving money using Honey, it also supports us. So yeah. help your boys out and help yourself out. And it's free. This is, you don't even have to pay for this. Yeah. It's a completely free uh, extension you can put on your browser. So go ahead and try it. Anyway, Ryan, that was a pretty sweet ad. I guess you could say that that ad read was sweet as honey. You could also say that we should get a little pizza and then finish up the podcast after eating some. Ryan. Can I just go get one slice and bring it back then? Okay, go bring your go bring your pizza Do you back. Do you want a slice of pizza? No, I'll get one after the podcast. We only got like six minutes left. Yeah, but well, yeah. Just go go get your pizza, dude. Go get your pizza. Ryan's currently getting himself a nice uh nice slice of pizza. He's um just just me now in the recording room. How how's everyone been? I've 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 been I've been better, you know. Been going through some been going through some stuff, you know. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not gonna lie. Been uh been dealing with some stuff here and there, but hey, that's life, guys. Just keep your head up and keep moving forward. 
Hey, Ryan's back. Did you get a slice of pizza? Uh, pizza's not here, and I dropped my phone on the way, so now it's just sitting there in the hallway. You didn't but... pick it up? Why didn't you pick up your phone? I was running. You just decided not to? Well, I thought the pizza was here because our friend Tyler, who works in the office, That's what I thought he too. waved at us through the window, and usually when he does that, we're recording. That means, that means lunch is ready. And it's about that time oh, when... See? Oh, he brought my phone, too. Tyler, oh, Tyler's here. so sweet. Go get Tyler a hug. Bring him in. Bring him in. Bring Tyler in here. Tyler, get in here. Tyler, come here. Special guest, Tyler Burnham. Tyler, sit. take a seat on the couch, please. We want to we wanna ask you. I, first, I want to thank you for bringing my phone back. Uh, well, it was just sitting in the middle of the floor. I, 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 Tyler, I to find a safe enough, un, all right, enough of the... T- we, we ask the questions here, okay? Oh. Why, did you, why did you come up to the window and wave at us as if lunch was here? Because you got our hopes real high that lunch was here. Oh, lunch, lunch was definitely... <laughs> Was not here. Lunch was not here. I was I was just back here getting a a, a power adapter for a laptop, mm-hmm. and and then I I didn't actually know anyone was back here doing anything, so I peeked over and saw that you guys were here, and then we made eye contact, so I felt obligated to wave. Hmm. Well, I, you know, waving is the signature sign for Pizza Thursday. Pizza Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is Pizza Thursday today at the office, and um, what do you, I mean, do you want to apologize to us at all? For for misleading us, because I was running to get people. He, he saw me. He actually. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He okay. saw how excited I. Was. I did not realize the ramifications of my actions, okay. and and I did not think those through. And for that, I am sorry. Okay. Uh, I will try harder. Okay. Um, to I be believe- a better person and and to be more considerate of of knowing the excitement you guys have for Pizza Thursdays. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm. I believe you. Do you? Be, do you? Believe I think that's a pretty good apology. I mean, he was so excited that even with only like ten minutes left in our podcast, he's like, "I have to take a break. <laughs> good, I have to, I have to go podcast. take pizza right now." <laughs> uh, okay. Question though: Predictions for Pizza Thursdays? Who's it gonna, who's it gonna be? Oh shit! Who's like which be? pizza delivery? Yeah, I'm gonna say Fresh Brothers. You think Fresh Brothers? Fresh Brothers Pizza. I think it's gonna be. Is it crusty? Crisp, crispy crusty. Crusty, crusty crass. <laughs> the, the crispy pizza, whatever it's called. Crispy crust crispy in crust. Atwater Village. Did we used to, I don't think it's going to be Pizza Boy. I don't think it'll be. I'm hoping. Dude, I haven't had Pizza Boy in so long. I'm hoping Domino's. That's never happened before. <laughs> I mean, I got to say no to Domino's or Pizza Hut. I, I love Papa John's. I love Domino's. Well, I love John's Domino's. Is my favorite of all the, of the big three. Papa John's is my But favorite. Domino's has changed. They improved their sauce. I think they, Domino's. They actually, I haven't had Domino's in a while. Domino's is my favorite. Improved? Yeah, Domino's is the best. Do they still have the uh, the stuffed crust? Uh, I, I always get the thin crust, which is like eating a pizza on a cracker. Do you remember stuffed crust? Yeah, I remember stuffed. I crust. remember uh, my first encounter with stuffed crust was my third grade birthday party. I was so excited. All I wanted for my birthday was to go to Pizza Hut and get stuffed crust pizza, and we did. And I ate a bunch with the garlic dipping sauce, Ooh. and then I threw up. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's, that's just like the natural progression of that of that kind of story. It was the best birthday ever. I I, I don't know. Just Papa John's is. I like their their pizza more. May, okay, I need to I need to try blindfolded oh. Domino's and Papa John's at some point. You need the Domino's can, challenge. That sounds like a YouTube video waiting to happen, like a, like a funny YouTube challenge video. Yeah, someone do it for me, and then and then I'll just go with their their opinion. Hey, but, Tyler, do you have any uh, movies or anything you'd like to recommend people? Oh, I have so many movies. Just one. Um, just one. Just one, Tyler. Okay, please. well, we don't have all day. <laughs> I dare your audience to watch Terms of Endearment. By James L. Brooks. Okay. Uh, you it's also on said Spanglish. Was Spanglish. One too. Turns Wait. out James L. Brooks, really great filmmaker. Didn't he uh, work? I his name 
I think, if I'm not mistaken, don't I see his name in Simpsons credits? He was the head writer, like uh, head writer, or executive producer of The Simpsons. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I'd always see his name James. on the credits. It'd be like so written by James L. Brooks, or in Treehouse of Terror or Horror, uh, the James Hellbrook. Yes, yes. Oh, I remember it so well now. Uh, he makes some really good films, and that I just completely flew under my radar. You said much like Paul Thomas Anderson did with um, Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spanglish is an amazing performance from Adam Sandler. I've, I've heard that Spanglish is a good movie. It's I, I really enjoyed it, but in Terms of Endearment like was an amazing film. 1984 uh, yeah. Academy Award winner. I, so. uh, I recently watched uh, one of my all-time favorite movies again. I watched Lost in Translation again. That's a great film. I've never seen it. So good, what? Ryan. I haven't seen you need Groundhog to see it. Day, Lost in Translation. It's amazing. I haven't seen all the big Bill Murray movies besides Ghostbuster. 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 It's just about him. Yeah. <laughs> All the other ones are gone. It's just him. Uh, the first one is just Ghostbuster, and then the second one is Ghostbusters. A lot of people call it Ghostbusters and then, and then the, two, but it is. And the third one is what Ghostbusters. Busters is a go with two S's. Ghost, it's just two S's. Ghostbusters. 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 Imagine if they oh, actually no. named it that. Ghostbusters. No. <laughs> that would have been pretty fun. But but uh, I'm gonna get my music suggestion this week. I forgot to last week because mm-hmm. I'm still getting used to giving suggestions. I kind of forgot. Yeah. This week, um, I got two. I have an artist and I have a song. For the artist, there's a little up and coming artist called JPEG Mafia. Go check him out. He's pretty cool. And then for the song, go check out this song called uh, "Love in a Song" by Bowen. We got Danny. Oh, Danny right Avedon. This, oh is, a, this is a this is a party. Oh, are you recording something? It's our really? podcast. The one you, you keep saying you're gonna come on and then oh, shit. never do. Fuck, I'm, I'm, but, just, I'm but, just I know I, I mean, it's fine. But while you're here, yeah. Danny, would you like to recommend any music or movies that you've recently listened to that you think the audience should should uh, speak oh to the mic? Can this, can this go like anything? Like any, no, anything, any time anything. period? Recommend anything. Anytime. Oh my god. There's a song called, there's a synthwave song called Dust to Dust by Quixotic that I think is rad as shit. It's from 2014. That's epic. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Thank you. I'll be back on your pod. What's the, what's the story with this one? Like, what's, do you have a. Well, Ty- Tyler waved at us from the window, and we thought that meant it was time for pizza, so Ryan ran out all excited, discovered there was no pizza, and Tyler was just being friendly, so we brought him in here to reprimand him. That's the subject of this podcast? That's the whole podcast. I caused Ryan to break his phone, probably. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Well, oh, okay, uh, yes, want. next time, I would love to be on this podcast. Come back, come back! I'd love to be on this podcast. Thank yes. you. See, you heard it here first, folks. Bye, guys. I love you. Love you? Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Oh, are swears allowed? Yeah. I heard Dan swear. No, so. no, it, they're allowed. You could say a swear word. You want to say a swear word? Yeah. Actually, can we... Oh, sorry. Go on. Crap. Shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Heck. <laughs> but Butthead. Shit. You're really good at this time. Yeah. Okay, but I, I, I think it's, it's right. It feels right for me. I want to give Tyler the exclusive opportunity... To end this podcast in any way he wants. But first, before he ends this podcast, I want to say make sure um, you click that bell up there near the subscribe button so you make sure you're notified of our uploads because we have recently noticed that people are missing our uploads. Uh, people are tweeting at us. So we want to make sure the, that you're getting those notifications. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Super Mega Show. Uh, Follow our personal Twitches. Mine is uh, twitch.tv slash Eli Rye McGee. Mine's twitch.tv slash M.H. Watson. Not Matt H. Watson, like my Twitter. It's M.H. Watson. And while you're at it, go uh, go rate us on iTunes uh, at Super Megacast, our, uh, our podcast on iTunes. Go, go give it a little rating. And also before Tyler ends it, Tyler, what's your Twitter? 
Uh, it's at Tyler J. Hutchison. Or you could check me out on Twitch, uh, Twitch TV slash Awful Tyler. I have zero subscribers. Let's and change I, that. And I, and I have uploaded, I think, one time I played Secret of Mana on Twitch. That was it. So, like, roll the dice. There we go. Okay. And Get Tyler uh, it's time, time to edit? Is this time, no, it's no, time to it, end it's it? Time, it's time for you to end it. Okay. My, I would like to end our show with hearing Ryan's... Uh, music and movie suggestion. We missed you. What was your What was your suggestion? And I want to know. Shit, I don't really have one because like. <sighs> so you didn't come prepared, huh? Well, I mean, I I could say a Classic quiet place Ryan. because it was fun, but it's also like I. It's like one of those movies where it's like it's very in the media. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.